You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm Bree Pruitt. Help me understand your trouble, your struggle. I'll build you up. I'm Bree Pruitt. You're my buttercup. You're listening to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I'm your host, Bree Pruitt, coming to you live from the studio in Glendale, California. That's the traditional land of the Tongva, Tatatmyam, and Chumash people. I'm sending all my energy right now to you good and gentle listeners. Oh, good and gentle listeners. I hold you in my heart. Welcome to another episode of You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt. Come on in. Welcome. Have a seat. Have a seat on this leather office chair. That looks like it was taken straight out of the set of successions. Brian Cox stepped out of the chair and then you sat down into it. Wow. Don't you feel patriarchal? <laughs> Have a seat. You're having a real seat in the into this throne because we've got a real episode for you. It's a humdinger, frankly. We've got a fabulous guest in my dear friend Tess Christie a diva Nitrix, as uh she sometimes goes by she is a tarot card magician a um magician is not the right word she's a magic practi- practitioner though i think that's fair to say and we do talk a little bit about magic uh we talk a little bit about tarot cards right out the gate and then we also talk about a giant gaggle of life changes that tess is encountering right now and frankly it is you know, November, I almost said October, but it is November. And I know that many folks are going through a lot of changes. Um, We talked with Stephen AJ last week about how there's just a massive shuffle. There's a lot of delays in resuming um, our passions and our lives. So I uh, really am glad that Tess was here to continue that conversation. This uh, episode was taped a few weeks ago, right? Um, actually, damn near a month ago. And Tess was staring down the the gun. The gun? Staring down the gun? No, she's staring down the barrel. It's a terrible metaphor. It really stresses me out to even say that idiom. So let's just not do it. <laughs> Tess was dealing with a lot of life changes. I can tell you that since this conversation... She has manifested the most beautiful and amazing living situation that you could possibly imagine. Everything that she asked for and says in this episode about where she would like to live, it's an incredible, it's an incredible space. And I can only, I can only, you know, hope that this podcast played maybe a small part, maybe whispering some desires to the heavens in the form of this podcast the heavens in the form of the microphone that is routed to my computer Tess got what she wanted um so just you know sharing that as a little you know a little easter egg as you enjoy the episode uh where Tess is really dealing with a lot of ennui a lot of um need to surrender amid a bunch of uh, life changes um also just a little uh sound engineering note there are some funky little edits (laughs) due to some Uh, connection problems during the podcast so if there is a little blip or something that you hear you know 
I would love and appreciate your empathy and compassion and understanding because there are just some funky little edits. Thank you so much. What is happening? Well, folks, comedy, you know, it's back in my life. You know, my girlfriend comedy, she's riding in the front seat with me. (laughs) We're in a pickup and she's she's scooched all the way over. We're thigh to thigh, baby. As you uh, know, if you listen to the podcast, I do a monthly show here in downtown L.A. called Crane's Comedy. If you're listening to this on uh, November 10th, that show's tonight. We've got a great lineup. you got to come out. Then on Friday, every Friday, uh, I've got Cult Comedy. That's over there in uh, Silver Lake, Los Angeles. That's on the east side, buddy. It's a tiny little, uh, it's a tiny little back room of a Cuban bakery. Cafe Tropical. What's not to like there? That's going to be another fun lineup next week. Oh, man, we had Chloe Radcliffe um, on Cult Comedy last week. She's a writer for The Tonight Show. So fucking funny, dude. So, so funny. We had Madison Shepard um, and uh, and Dylan uh, McKeever. It was a great show. It, it continues to be great. It's a great vibe over there. Um, my co-hosts, Aviva uh, Siegel and Jess Seeley, are so funny and really inspiring. Anyway... Uh, I've also got a show next week with the Hard Times publication. Yeah, punk rock, me, Brie Pruitt. What am I going to talk to those punks about? You can find out. That's over there in uh, Glassell Park, Los Angeles. And then, folks, I'm coming back with my monthly show, I Never Get to Wear This, on November 20th in East Hollywood. Lots of L.A. opportunities to see your girl Brie Pruitt. One big announcement, I'm going to be at Dynasty Typewriter in downtown L.A. on November 30th on a show that's going to be hosted by Taylor Tomlinson. We love to see it. Now, you might be asking yourself, Brie, are you ever getting out of that uh, that Los Angeles hellhole anytime soon? Yeah, I will. I'll be going to Portland likely in late December, maybe to coincide with a wintertime holiday. Um, and then I've got some potential 2022 New York City dates coming down the pike. Keep your eyes and ears open. The best place to check out my show dates are on Instagram. Uh, it's at Brie Pruitt. Uh, and then a little uh, little plug for the show. You can do it with Brie Pruitt. We're out every Wednesday. And you really can uh, leave a review. Support this podcast by telling people about it. Sharing a favorite episode or just dropping me a line. <laughs> just letting me know that you're listening. Uh, it would really help. And frankly, I love feedback. If any of you have feedback don't don't put it in the review rate me and review me five stars but then you send me a little note you send me a little dm i'm all ears okay that's how brie pruitt operates we're a team i'm i'm merely the brett Favre. <laughs> you know sports metaphors that's what we do here as a team what is going on? Well, let me kick it off with a little mini rant. Usually I open the open one of our interviews with a rant and a pep talk, starting with a little mini rant. Um, I am in, because of I never get to wear this, my new stand-up show where we're wearing outfits that we never get to wear. Of course, you got to clean out your closet. So I am in major closet clean-out mode. Why I pulled so much shit out of my closet over this weekend. It was a, truly an undertaking. Um, (laughs) I'm so dramatic. It was an entire 48 hours of mania. No, it was really, it was really, it felt great. Um, I do it Marie Kondo style. 
if you guys don't know the art of tidying up, you got to take everything out of your closet. You can't just pull, you know, just what you don't wear. You got to pull everything. You put it in a pile. You pick it up. Does it spark joy? Well, does it? And if it doesn't, you tell you it kicks the you say thank you, obviously, and you say goodbye. It's a wonderful process. So I was like, mini, you know, the mini rant is just that like it feels so amazing to clean out your closet. It's so amazing. And it's the perfect time of year. Scorpio season, not that this is an astrology podcast, but it feels so amazing to get rid of clothes. Clean out the closet. Clean out the closet, everybody. So I pull out all the closet, um, e- extraneous closet items. I It's a lot, okay? And of course, I'm a thrifty gal. I'm going to try to sell some of these clothes. So I take it to my nearest plus size secondhand consignment store and that's the plus bus and if you're in Portland you know you got a couple of options you got fat fancy or you got savvy plus I envy you Portland fats <laughs> but here in LA we got we got plus bus and it's great and I uh, I brought my clothes there they weren't open yet so I go across the street and I go to Big Bud Press. Okay, this is where the the real rant begins. Big Bud Press is like this very cool independent uh, clothing designer. They make the clothes themselves in L.A., which is great. You, you know, it, if we really knew how our clothes were being made, we would walk around in towels it, or, or barrels like they did in the 1910s. Um, <laughs> just a barrel with suspenders. It's really like shockingly evil how how uh, bad conditions are for sweatshop workers and things like that. So it's really cool to see Big Bud Press, other, you know, L.A. clothing manufacturers just doing it. Alter um, House Line is another brand uh, out of Portland that I love. So Big Bud Press has these, you know, it's kind of like it's unisex sizing. It's like very thick canvassy kind of Carhartt vibes. I was just I was just trying to kill time waiting for plus plus to open. So I try on some pants. And I am a person who doesn't wear pants. And I put on these pants and I'm like, okay. I had a little heel on. They was it was a white tapered pant. And I look great in it. And they didn't have black. And guys, my neutral is black, but they didn't have black. I talked my own self into white pants and I felt so powerful in these white pants. And then I started menstruating. I caught it. I caught it. And I went forward wearing the white pants on day two of my menstrual cycle, playing with fire. No problems whatsoever. I'm an adult woman. I can handle my menstrual cycle. Okay. I know my products. I know my body handled no problem. It was kind of fun. (laughs) Menstruating in white pants. It's edging. (laughs) It's edging for me. No, it's, it's really cool. Okay. So now that was the, that was the, that was the major rant. Um, just that I am a lioness. I'm a billionaire lioness in white pants. So rich and powerful, okay? Here's where, we, well, here's where we're going to take a turn. And we're going to do a little mini pep talk. Because there's something about, because I felt like I looked great in the white pants, okay? 
Then I saw a few photos. Okay. Oh, I got to wrap this up. We're taking too long. Then I saw a few photos and there's something about me in pants. I just feel like I look so short. I like feel like my legs look so short. It reminds me of when I was in high school and I didn't know what pants to wear. And my Nana was like, what about cargo shorts? And I was like, okay, maybe cargo shorts. And I bought men's cargo shorts to wear to high school because we didn't understand plus size clothes. <laughs> so we were like, maybe, maybe it will be cute for you to wear men's cargo shorts to high school. Oh God, that was, <laughs> so the mini pep talk is like, you know what? You got to heal from, you know, your trauma of <laughs> pants and shorts in high school. You went full rockabilly for 20 years. And now it's time to try on white pants. Okay, that's the end of the the mini pep talk. Um, the major pep talk is right now that comedy is is coming back. She's in the she's in the driver's seat of my car. She's in the cab. Uh, for many of you, maybe your kickball leagues are coming back. Maybe your I was thinking everybody's back to their medical appointment, their spa appointments. You're going to the dentist. You're um, you know, getting your laser hair removal, <laughs> you are, you know, taking your kids to the fucking birthday party or whatever. And right now, all I can think about is recovery from all of those things. Ugh. Who has the the energy for all of these things? It's so much. It's so much. I mean, so I think I'm going to let that tiredness direct me to like, what can I cut? What can I not invite back? As we said for so many months, what is not invited back after this pandemic? Now it's like fucking put up or shut up. I'll tell you what. I was having a lot of FOMO on Instagram and social media lately. Like, oh, why am I not out there doing that? Why am I not that out there doing that? And to really sit with yourself and think about like, why am I not out there doing that? Because I'm fucking exhausted is powerful. Okay, that's the pep talk. I don't have any magic to put on it. Um, I mean, because... We got to pace ourselves. I guess the magic is just like pace ourselves like a race because it is November. <laughs> it's not even the time to be exhausted and recover yet. So we just got to keep taking our naps and, and recovering. Um, I always pair, pull a tarot card for you good and gentle listeners. I pulled the nine of swords reversed. Negative thoughts, negative thought patterns. Um, it's like a person clawing at their head um, in the deck I'm using. And then I, for clarification, I pulled the princess of swords reversed. Uh, maybe this is like mental patterns, old trauma patterns that are related to a person or relating to like a social situation. Um, it could be just that you need a, a little baby break from human beings and people. That is my suggestion to you or Sagittarians or like kind of people who are a lot, just a suggestion. Um, and then really quickly, the astro of the moment, we're not an astrology podcast, but it is Scorpio season. There was Scorpio new, new moon recently. So, you know, just dig it up, clean out your closet. And right now I'm going to invite you to enjoy this conversation with my friend, Tess Christie. And we're back. It's You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt. And I'm joined today by my guest, Tess Christie. Oh, woo! Woo! Welcome, Tess. Hi! Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in community with me, um, IRL. Um, you are uh, a, you're a, a, a tarot card divinatrix. True. 
You are a comedy producer. Technically true. Technically, Technically true. true. And just an all-around uh, friend and um, icon in the L.A. community. Oh, my goodness, Bree Pruitt. You try to find a taller tarot card reader in the L.A. area. I dare you. Uh, come to me. Show yeah. me your height. I challenge you. Yeah. I would we'll, love, we'll to, love to meet anybody who's taller than me. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Well, it's funny because recently on the podcast, I did a rant, um, just a passionate rant about the sort of the ethereal, ephemeral, eternal bond of fat girls and tall girls. (laughs) Oh, let alone the intersection. My goodness. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. We love our our fat and tall um, friends, but I just think that the partnership in life is beautiful and on the big screen frankly there's been so many iconic pairs really of the big and tall fashion? yeah i mean I, i'm thinking of like disney henchmen and um <laughs> <laughs> and like rosencrantz and gildenstern from shakespeare i actually don't know what their sizes are but one can assume it's just the funniest pairing of mice and men of course oh oh you're on like pain and panic from hercules i feel like one of them Ooh, was yeah. one of them was kind of scrawny though I don't think well, that was yeah, a big and tall situation. L- long and lean, certainly, yeah. and and big, uh, famously voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, God, yes. What a movie. Man, I'm so glad you invoked that film. No problem. I got it on, the... on like, a big puffy VHS container, like, probably 25 feet from where I'm sitting. Yeah, you got Bernadette Peters, you know, show tunes. That was really, they really picked some, like, Broadway people for that movie and I wonder if that's why it didn't do as well because their voices are like kind of different you know mm. they're, we- they're char- more character yeah they goof off a little like yeah it's yeah a little goofy but because they're hamming it well that was a, just a fantastic intro um <laughs> dude, what, what we're doing today um no I'm really excited to have you um on the podcast because we talk about tarot you know around here so you know it'll be just nice to have um an authority that I can direct people to for the, the straight truth. Um, you are doing a wonderful series on your socials right now, just doing deep dives into the cards as they, as you draw them on a day-to-day basis. Tell us about that. Oh my God. That's right. So I am gradually overcoming by like, like uh, incremental exposure, a, a profound social media allergy that has made me in the past very ill. So um, I still, as a rule, do not really engage on social media, yeah. but I, what I want to do, um, and you can, you may also know me as TC Tarot. Please follow me at T E E S E E Tarot. What I do on this account, friends, is I post, um, I've started posting because I want to just, I'm making an effort to be more visible because ultimately I, I want to read people's tarot. That is fun for me. It is really, really fun for me to, uh, to read tarot, especially for, uh, it is fun for me to read tarot for my friends. It's also really, I think I learn even more when I read tarot for people I don't already know. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and was, you yeah. do, um, you do events. We've, uh-huh. we've seen you famously at, uh, high priestess, the comedy show that is, um, on a, on a brief hiatus, but, um, we've done many, you know, comedy fans of mine certainly may have had their cards read by your very fingies. Oh, um, my fingies. you know? Yeah. So, so the good and gentle listeners may be familiar with your work and, um, and if they are interested in contracting your services for an event or an individual reading, 
How may they do that? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, please feel free to uh, go to my website, which is T-E-E-S-E-E tarot.com. Um, you may also use my old fashioned email. Um, it, it technically may also use my Instagram DMs, but please reach out whichever way feels good. I love doing events. I just did a bachelorette party, which was so much fun. Ooh. What better way to celebrate holy matrimony? And you truly just, like, I'm sure gave her the, ah, it's not going to work out. <laughs> Ooh, death card. Uh-oh. Oh, misses. I see. He's cheating. Not the this tower. time. Not this time. Probably. What's the, what would you say is, like, a cheating card? I would say the three of cups. But it's, that's oh, so interesting. joyous. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe I would, reversed. I, that's an interesting read. Three of Cups, I'd say it might be time to do the fucking um, go fishing on Tinder for somebody to fuck you both. Woo! Yeah, have one glass of wine, yeah. keep it tight, yeah. and make Raise marry. the chalice. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know about a cheating card. That's interesting. I feel like maybe like there's some sort of like sneaking around in the middle of the swords, yeah. like the five and the oh, seven. Oh, the... Um the guy running off with the swords. Yeah. I think that's the four of swords. Um, seven. I seven I've swords. actually, okay. I've pulled it recently. I've, I've have a couple cards now. I've been doing the daily cards for, um, a little while. I've started to see things twice. Um, mm. and it's like in two weeks, really. Uh, and I'm just like, eh, watch out for this shit. Watch out. Sweet, sweet TC. Mm. You know, I have had the experience of sometimes I think I, I will dog ear a deck a bit. And then release that deck when a card keeps appearing and appearing and appearing. So I have retired my new century tarot deck because during twenty the year 2020 of our Lord, I pulled the tarot card over and over of the tower. Over and over and over. All, all year. All year. And into 2021, frankly. And, you know, the good and gentle listeners were sick of it. You know, probably. I don't know. They don't talk to me. But I felt their energy saying, really, the Tower Guard again? Well, it really was that year. Um, so I've retired that deck. And now I have a deck that's flimsy blimsy. Um, I really love the art, but it's too flimsy for me to shuffle and use all the time. Do you know what I mean? How is it? How did they fuck that up? That's Well, like- I don't want to disparage the deck, but it's just one of those things where it's like they maybe you know, paired with a publisher that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like there are just some decks that are, are for a pro and some decks mm. that are for like a 13 year old girl. And I'm using <laughs> one of those 13 year old girl decks right now, mm. which I love the art and we love, um, feminine, you know, you're just all, like alternative POC decks, but yes, yeah. I see. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Maybe, maybe, um, harder to print on good card stock. Yeah, you just yeah. like less, you know, less expensive, more accessible, but less um, for the regular tarot card reader. So, mm. I, you know, I'd just be interested if you've had an experience like that where you're like, mm, time to reti- re- retire this deck. Do you ever feel that way? Do you know I never, I never have. And I kind of, um, I spread out I guess I spread out my decks enough I have a I have like two in main rotation I use Morgan Greer for um usually reading for other people because it comes in a tin yes and it's as simple as that Mm, and it's beautiful travels well it yeah yeah it's taken a lot of hits (laughs) over the years um and then I use like a uh I use something I saw on um 
uh, Biddy Tarot. I used to, mm. to, to look up Biddy Tarot a bit, a lot of, quite a bit when I was first starting and I used the deck that she used, which is the Radiant Rider Weight, which is just like the Rider Weight with a little, it's just a little Litter. Gen- gentler. Yeah, yeah. It's a little watercolory. Cute. Yeah. Um, I like those. And those have never like gone full 2020, like broken tower, yeah. tower, <laughs> yeah. everything's falling apart. Yeah. Beep, 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 reset, reset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe you need to like bury that deck in salt for like a year. Mm. Like send it, send it to the dream world. Okay. Well, I hear you. Yes, I do. I do feel that. But I also see the, the like engineering at work. And it might be because I mostly do one card. I just do one card pulls. Like it could be just the, the mm. regular wear and tear of doing one card pulls as opposed to you do like huge, um, huge spreads i assume for many clientels i usually just do three. Oh, you did. i start with i start with three and um i will if i'm feeling extra spicy yeah i will go maybe to six yeah and i like doing six because then i make a little triangle that's mm. it i don't do celtic cross or anything because i will be honest i cannot remember uh what it means oh man like, I, I don't celtic yeah. cross is my fucking jam that's sick <laughs> I would need like a yeah. child's play mat with put this here and this means this, put this here and this means Legit. this. I, I would not I use remember. a child's play mat occasionally. Um, oh, we should make a child's play mat for different tarot spreads. It. Yeah. <gasps> oh, such a good amazing. idea. It's such a good yeah. idea. It would yeah. be like, um, remember in like the goofy cartoons where you learned how to dance with the steps on the floor? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And move the card here and then turn it around. <laughs> Hokey pokey. Cute. And maybe we do a little like um like a voiceover track to accompany the mat, you know, and it's us like and now add the card that opposes the central issue over the top perpendicular. That Breeze. is your central issue. Oh, uh, the Brie Pruitt ASMR channel. Yeah, that sounds good. Sign me right up. Okay. All Subscribe. right. Subscribe. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. We're gonna make yeah. so much money um already. I it's done. This podcast is really, I, I mean, I, I assume that there's some good and gentle listener that's just cul- culminating all the ideas that come forth and will cut us in on the royalties when they put it together. Yeah. Thank you, Grand Cobbler. We salute you. <laughs> we, we await your email. Well, sweet Tess, this is the time on the podcast where I ask you the question I ask every guest, which is, how can I build you up, Buttercup? Oh. I'm so, I'm so excited for this one. Came at a perfect time because Brie, Brie, I just quit my job a couple weeks ago. I have to move by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure what to do. Uh, uh, just pe- period. Um, not totally sure where to go from here. Uh, this is I I offer this 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 lump of unknowing humbly to you, the high priestess of Pep. Well, the first question I have is, how do you feel about this moment? Because you seem fine. <laughs> um, I just made a, a few faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how do I feel? I am, it's the sort of thing, generally when I'm like overstimulated by something, I sit on my bed a lot. Uh-huh. So I've been doing some bed sitting, um, just 
it's like I also keep my room quite dark because it gets hot. Um, so it's been some dark room bed sitting. This yeah. is the symptom that I would like to present yeah, <laughs> to yeah. respond to your question. How have I been feeling? A little overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Overwhelmed. Okay. Overwhelmed. Well, I hate that for you. Um, you know, typically in the past, guests have brought like a fully formed struggle to the podcast and we've changed the format and and now I say just share what you've got what do you need what do you need um a pep talk about and frankly Tess these circumstances of you quitting your job I have some inside info that we can get to but you quitting your job and you needing to move your your person to a different uh residence these were totally you know outside of your control there were circumstances that were brought to your doorstep. And so in that way, I'm like, well, something wanted you to be in these circumstances. And so in a way, I'm kind of like, well, at least there's, at least it's not fraught with extra baggage because you, you needed to quit that job. And then you had a living situation <laughs> or have a living situation where you need to change your residence in part because of your beautiful creature. Yeah, I do have a wonderful creature. He is very expressive. Um, he has mellowed out quite a bit. He had a little a PPE phase. <laughs> he had a, a, a phase in his artistic expression that involved a lot of urine spraying. So he's moved, actually moved through that and he's gotten... I think now his expression, since he started going outside, is mm. more um, uh, beautiful sprints. He loves yeah. to sprint. And I think that was really what um, what his artistic career was building up to. Sprinting. Are these majestic performance sprints. Because they are performance. They're not. There's really no reason for him to be yeah. sprinting about. It's not being chased or anything. It's like it's the just... way um, there's like that gymnastics dancing part of the Olympics where it's like this is athletic but it's more it's For more sure. about flourish yeah 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 and we He's should a, a, yeah we should clarify flourish. that we're speaking of a cat a small black cat because right. that hasn't been completely set up and I <laughs> was wondering what I wonder what everybody what everybody guess. was thinking of. yeah was it a human companion was it a uh, you know a bird or something a lovable gimp yeah yeah. I mean, this is strictly in the BDSM sense. Certainly. Um, yeah. Certainly. <laughs> I had to move out because my human pet was getting unruly. <laughs> Started crawling out from under the bed there's, outside of hours. There's just not enough space in that house for a humane cage in. Yeah. I started yeah. having to keep the human cage in my room, um, which is small. And then because of guests. Very crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Because of. My roommate's parents visiting. <laughs> Mixed company. <laughs> Don't want to meet my human pet today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. We're having fun. We're I, having fun. I mean, fun I thought here. it was. Uh, yeah, I thought it was 2021, but nobody wants to meet my human pet. <laughs> so the good and gentle listeners are enjoying this, I'm sure. But we are talking about a cat, and yep. uh, that cat is. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a trickster, but he also like you know we've we've talked a lot um you know off pod about how your cat just chose you and I'm actually very envious of this relationship because I don't have a, a animal companion in my life I never have I've never felt like that call 
Um, but I know that it's enriched your life so much and it's so beautiful. Oh yeah. He's my special human baby feline cat. Yeah. He's wonderful. Um, yeah, he's, I really think of him as a, as a familiar spirit and I've had cats before. I even had, um, like I, I had, I had another cat in the Bay area and he was more, he was like a gentleman companion. Like, (laughs) That guy was cool. He was so cool and relaxed and he was my buddy and it was great. This cat, however, has a familiar spirit quality to him. Like I noticed him like in different forms when I'm out and about. Yeah. He appears to me. I mean, very trickster God, Loki. Um, There's truly something about him. And I, I don't really relate to animals like everyday animals, but I uh, truly relate to your cat like, a, I've told you this before. I'm like, is it a cat or is it like a lighthouse? <laughs> yes, I recall that that train of thought. Coming he's up. just a beacon or a building or something. Like he's just yeah. a very weird creature. Yeah. Um. So I really <laughs> just wanted to honor that relationship and and how much it means to you and how that you're you know frankly like you're changing your living situation not just because of your cat but because of um, other needs that you have so just want to take this moment to honor your beautiful boundaries and your beautiful relationship that you are making space for and the relationship with yourself that you're making space for Mm. I feel it I feel I feel some different rooms coming up in my in my heart now different places of refuge good not maybe weren't there before good I mean this is this is the important stuff and besides your cat you have expressed to me and again you are a tall human mm-hmm. and I, you know I'm a big human and we need space oh yeah I need uh, I should probably be like in the nicest sense put out into a pasture <laughs> I think that would be ideal for me like a <laughs> just a, ni- a wide open space yeah. for me to t- pace yeah. while I'm on the phone and, and you're whatnot. and you're a yeah you've got a long stride you really need yeah. that space um yeah. you're also I just think of your like vegan lifestyle oh I just God. feel like you need grass and you need like <laughs> not grass so much as like just need you know your own frolicking natural space yeah I need about as much space as like a dairy cow I would probably say <laughs> And I need a lot of greens to eat. And I won't, I just want to stand there and eat them. <laughs> I think you've seen me do it. I will just pick up a green and eat it. And that's part of my lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> It's not strictly what it is to be vegan. Um, I think it's more of a caricature of what it is to be vegan. And it is absolutely true for me. So. I, I actually think the caricature of being vegan is a lot more twee than what you're doing. Like the character, the caricature of being vegan is going to Sage and ordering those greens for $35 and not finishing them and taking a picture with them. But your veganism is just going straight to the source and like brushing the dirt off of a root vegetable and crunching on it. Yeah. Like barely brushing the dirt (laughs) off. I like the dirt. It's good. It's got minerals. I don't know. Yeah. There's actually, um, I think to to uh, to counteract the effect of this caricature in in sure. our culture, there is a really really good subreddit. I had to quit Reddit because it's very addictive, but a really good subreddit. It's haunting, called Shitty Vegan Food Porn. Oh my god, which I think is way more accurate as to what vegans are actually doing, which is just being fucking nasty. They're like, it's like it's just like here's a blob of peanut butter on a tortilla, horrible picture, and I'm just like, same. I got you, dude. I feel it. Like. 
it's awful. It's haunting. I re- it really is. I recommend it. I, you know, I dabble in some vegan cooking and I completely understand this. I mean, I, I feel guilty about the food that I make for my vegan partner sometimes because I'm like, as a meat eater, this bums me out so much that this is your dinner. As an occasional meat eater and as a dairy celebrant, um, celebratant? D- dairy uh, dairy participant, ba- yeah. dairy dairy queen. A dairy queen, yeah, dairy queen <laughs> is exactly the phrase I was looking for. Uh-huh, we got yeah. there. Um, well, all that being said, um, okay, so let's get into the straight pep talk, okay? So the straight, okay, man, this is, this is really this is going to be really easy because we got to look at the macro first and all your shit is macro. You deserve a, a place to do your damn job and you're, and you're freaking, you know, you're raging against that machine, frankly. And so that this is where we're going. It takes that kind of um, strength and bravery to, to do, you know, to, to, to make changes. And so that's what you're doing. Wow. Strong and brave I am, mm-hmm. I guess. guess yep. that's how it looks a little bit. Yeah, actually, you might be pretty strong and brave. And Whoa. actually, um, it is really impressive. And, and I love that you set that boundary again. Just love it. Um, the next thing is that there is a historical, historic, historical housing shortage in Los Angeles, in California, in this year of our Lord. It is not your fault. Um, It is the fault of the systems that put landlords in charge of all of our faiths. And the way that the wage gap is so wild in Los Angeles, there's so few cheap housing options. Um, So just want to take all of that off of your shoulders because those are, these are systemic problems. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. And I guess, yeah, I guess I'm not directly responsible. No, certainly not directly responsible. Not directly for setting boundaries that we would we would wish our dearest friends to set. Yeah. That's what we want. Living the dream. Is there any part of you who thinks that at a different time in place in your life you would have just kind of rolled with? the stuff at work and or let go of your creature to maintain your housing situation (laughs) wow uh the (laughs) letting go of my creature i cannot i cannot even imagine no lifetime you would do that okay interesting uh no that would be like a full-on like um like full-on like pbs drama situation yeah like i would be clawing at my breast and like howling (laughs) i would be like standing on the roof of my house forever and ever yeah. Like just screaming for my cat. Yeah. Like until until in the, the rain. Yeah. 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 In a long dress. Um, yeah. Tessa's just, choice. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Fully pulled up in grief. Would I have put up with more shit at a job? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 This is a new thing. I just turned 30. So I'm officially grown. And um, that's kind of another another aspect of this this um, particular brand of fizzing existential panic um but it also means i've learned some stuff since you know being born being in life so i i appreciate you calling that out because i think i think things are different now 
Things would have gone differently a while ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm calling it out specifically because we need to march in celebration of this new you who sets boundaries like that. I mean, it's not new. It is the you you are honoring. And I love her. <laughs> I love them. This this uh, towering, you know, self-respecting ass person, you know? My goodness. A great behemoth of self-respect. Yeah. I mean, this dun, is huge. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Whoa. Gogeta! <laughs> They're at home. They're not taking any crap for their, from their employer. Awesome. Oh, they're going to step on me. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. It's, it's huge. And it's like, gotta be something that's going to be rewarded by the goddess. You know what I mean? I just, goddess loves when people say no. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's a, a sort of, I think something I've seen on a lot of uh, savvy tattoos lately is like a do no harm, take no shit. Yeah, do no harm, take no shit. Certainly. I love it. It's it's a little appendage to the Wiccan creed, which which we know and love, and it harm none, and you take no shit, do what you will. What is the, what's the official Wiccan verbiage? It's, it's and it harm none, do what you will. And it harm none, do what you will. And seven, it's like a, a and apostrophe. Sure. Uh, who sure. knows what it means? You know. Sure. Yeah. Um, is that um, related to the seventh, seventh generation piece, or is that like environmental pagan, totally unrelated? Are you talking about the cleaning products? Well, there are cleaning products named seventh generation, and that mm. phrasing is rooted in a do no harm um, that would reach seven generations into the future. So do nothing in your life oh. that would impact... That, that would not be eliminated in seven generations. And seven generations, I think, is like 300 years. So that's a long time for your legacy Whoa. to be washed away, which, of course, it should be. <laughs> like That's kind of hilarious because that that verbiage allows for quite a bit of, uh, of shit doing yeah, in your yeah, own yeah. lifetime. Yeah, you can be super naughty. I mean, you can't enjoy plastic, but you can do uh, many other things. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can slap someone in the face. Sure. Uh, you can be oh rude. yeah, you can do anything you want in this. Quite life, a bit of rudeness, as long as it's not making plastic. Wow, I love that. That's like a particular, like a kind of green um, yeah. super villainy. But that you I'm can't actually really into. You can't make intergenerational trauma though, because that shit you don't know how. You don't even know. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. This is. I'm. I'm. I'm glad we are talking about intergenerational trauma now. It is. Um, uh, it's something I think you, you can just sort of pr either pretend doesn't exist or like come up with a lot of different words to describe the same right. thing. Yeah. Uh, but really having the phrase is quite useful. It's useful. And then when we talk about, you know, this generational, like, you know, just values in, in Wicca and, and pagan people, um, it's kind of like the, the 2021 woke other side of those tenants that we have studied in a very crunchy um, mm. white liberal way, <laughs> I think. We sure have. Yeah. Yeah. In the Bay and Pacific Northwest, respectively. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's great to uh, see some wiggle room there. So we covered some of the macro ways that this is not your fault. I love blaming stuff on patriarchy, which, you know, there's plenty of that. Um, and additionally, like, you are 
handling this so beautifully. So I just think, um, you know, you seem like you're not in major despair. Um, and I just think that's a amazing moment of resilience. Well, you haven't seen my room. <laughs> okay. Um, I can see a little bit of it in the zoom. Yeah. You can see me hunching like a freaking zoom goblin. Okay. Oh, posture, posture. Um, yes, but, but I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that the, sh the shell is holding. Yeah. The shell is holding. Um, I mean, you are, but you, it is resilience. I mean, you're not, I don't know. You're not like leaving town. You know, you're not, I mean, I, I assume yet, um, we hasn't come to that yet. If it does, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We can zoom. Um, <laughs> um, but I just think when you describe your circumstances, I'm, and I'm thinking about tarot because of you, um, I'm thinking about all the like cards that are telling you to surrender. It's a hanged mm. man moment. It's a, mm. um, I just pulled it the other day. Um, the thing oh the woman and she's at it's swords and she's in a boat and she's going six. away i've seen that so much six of swords yeah, reverse so much lately six of swords oh. reversed that's like don't look back dude or just look at it or you know whatever um the way it presents in this deck that i'm using right now which is the true heart rachel true deck is um mm. it's it's this woman being pulled out of water by a bunch of crows and they're bound to her wrists but up yeah it's really cool but upside down it looks like she's like you know floating i mean she's surrendering you have to what are you gonna do um there's nothing the else to do crows yeah let the crows crows take me i kind of want you know the 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 wild herd of parrots that yeah. i don't know if it's reached you yeah. um it's definitely up and they they just they make the most incredible sound and they fly over the neighborhood it's like what the fuck are you doing here take me with you i love that <laughs> Arms up, let's go! Parrot gang, yeah. And they're Parrot just like, hello, hello. Ah! <laughs> they make the craziest sound. I, I don't, I don't, it's not even, it's not even like a normal chattering parrot. It's just like, you'd have to look it up. It's bonkers. It's probably because they're talking to each other and like creating some weird wild parrot language, you know, feral parrot um, vocab because they are, their um, listen and response thing is just like a machine. I guess maybe it's like it's it's like a body yeah. of sound. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, I feel like they're like using their own echolocation. It's a bunch something. of series floating around, like because they're hey, like, Siri, hey Siri, yeah, hey yeah, Siri, yeah. hey Siri. <laughs> oh shit, that's actually the next wild parrot. Um, you know, that'll be the oh, future no. when oh, we're all God. dead. The parrots will just be repeating what the series <gasps> say. Ooh, oh, it's too bad I, just... I won't be around to see it because that's creepy. A dystopian vision from Brie Pruitt. Dang, we got to write that into a script. I feel like that's not enough to focus the whole script on, but definitely whatever dystopian um, thriller that I write was going to have a bunch of parrots talking to a bunch of series. Ugh, dreamy. Yeah, sounds good. Step down, Wally. The world is healing. Brie is here. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So then we talk about resources usually on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know if I have resources for you, my friend. Like, you, your community is going to be the best resource. And I also think, I don't know, I just feel like magic is going to come through and, and fix this. So question for you, yeah, Brie, fellow me. magic practitioner. My, my magic practice is a little off kilter lately. Yeah. 
what kind of magic practice would you recommend yeah, for your friend? Let's, I mean, let's talk about this. I mean, obviously, whatever free writing you can do to write down the most, well, okay, how are words feeling and how are pictures feeling right now? Or like what creative spaces are feeling good and right? None. Been a little. Is, if you're too bound up, that that makes sense. Yeah, we we've got some some eight of swords energy, which uh, if I can conjure the image for yeah, the listeners, please. is that is the person who is very loosely oh, yeah. bound. This is the thing, loosely bound, yeah, loosely but bound. blindfolded, surrounded by swords, and it's very much a feeling of being stuck versus the reality of kind of just being yeah. uh, 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 fooled almost yeah. fooled into thinking you're stuck. Yeah, that, that's that's my energy. Lately. Loosely bound is, yeah, that card is so funny because it's like, nah, she could get out of that. And there's swords yeah. everywhere, and that's exactly what you want when you're when you're bound up. Mm, there's no henchmen. The same sharpness. Yeah, the same yeah, sharpness. The, yeah, the same sharpness can help you here. Yeah, that's a great way to look at. It. So you know, we know that the swords is like mental energy. It's mm. um, it's thought. It's drama. I think and like action. Um, I always think of it as like ice um, because I'm very water sign oriented, and I think of oh. it as like crystals and ice and, and hardness and clarity so yeah as you're to, just to reiterate you're saying that the the thoughts that are keeping her prisoner are also the tool to her freedom I'm sure yeah, that's usually how it is that's beautifully said um but that's where I'm feeling creatively like my morning practice like my pages are way yeah, off yeah. I haven't done pages in forever um yet I know that they bring me that sword clarity that that we love we love to have that clarity well i would like to offer that you know surrender is there are no swords you know it's it's not really that moment yet you know we're we're in a hangman feeling you're in a hangman it feels more hangman to me and i feel that and like f- fully also like the bound woman you know what can she do? You know, she can't see. She doesn't even know there's swords around her. They, they put those swords in there after she was bound up. It's such a funny card. It is a funny card. Like the how it always, it's always funny to imagine the uh, behind the scenes of each right. card. That one's that one's particularly goofy. Yeah, the order of operations, like the set dressing. Uh, what what yeah. happened there? But um, okay, so I mean, my what I love to do when I'm envisioning homes is get that fancy bubble jet printer printer going print some beauty and collage the fuck out of a space that you would love you know Ooh. list list the qualities of a place i i know you've been doing that and i know that's been kind of ongoing but always good um to detail the environment that you would best thrive in hmm we've got a cat to consider Maybe maybe write a list from your cat's perspective. Oh, the voice of the Bobo man. Yeah. I bet, truly, I bet that cat does not give a fuck where he ends up. I mean, he, I feel like his needs can be met in a lot of different circumstances. And obviously, I think your needs should come first. Um, I think, you know, you're honoring him as a familiar, which I think is, like, going to be rewarded. But also, I mean, I... I mean, of course, I, I believe you should come first. And, and I think his energy could come through in a lot of different ways. 
That's good to keep in mind. I'm I'm sensitive. I don't, right now, he lives a wonderful, perfect life for a little tiny baby. Feel, again, feeling yeah. cat. Definitely a cat. Um, um, but he's just he's free range now. He just runs around the garden all day, chasing lizards, doing his his Olympic sprints, um, yeah. his gymnastics, and then he sleeps. So, I'm sense I don't want to make his life uh, considerably less awesome than it is now, which I think mostly involves being outside. So I am looking for outdoor space. I think could he be happy indoors? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, but I I think an outdoor space is really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. That's not too much to ask. No, we live in California. Los, Los, Los Angeles? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Does, so, hmm, what's another creative thing that you could do to start invoking spaces? Well, you already, I mean, I was, I saw you very recently and you were putting tendrils out into your community. I did. Which I, I support did. very much. I'm looking for somebody to adopt me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a kind of a surrender kind of thing to me, which is like being public about your circumstances with the people who love you. Um, mm. Think kind of, oh, okay, 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 got it. So some music, some magic to put on this, some musical magic to put on this. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're showing so much care to yourself and your creature um, by setting these boundaries. We need to really open up the channels to allow your community, the angels, ancestors, and beings that support you to show you the same care back. So the swords that I'm going to invoke, like, because you're, you're talking about the Eight of Swords, and let's just call that the card. The swords that I'm going to invoke are the swords that are going to reflect. So they're shiny, shiny swords. They're full of mirrors, you know. There's eight of them. So there's like four sides per sword, right? Because they got those two angles on each side. So there's 24 reflective surfaces. Oh, my God. It's disco ball. It's a it's disco it's swords. A disco swords. They're de- it's a deconstructed disco ball moment. The... The freaking and actually she's it's not an it's not a poorly lit room is it that she's in it's like a yeah, she's outside it's outside mm. so it's freaking you know rainbows are going to be pinging all over the place and that's how receptive you're going to be to all of the like light grace love bounty generosity of your community angels ancestors all twenty four channels open light pinging around it's a goddamn pink floyd laser light show in there <laughs> in this dome Ooh. in this bubble that you're in Sock it to me yeah dude. it's coming it's coming permanent I, laser show i feel so strongly that by doing right by yourself the the things that you need are going to come through in the same way it's just as above as below you yeah. turn that positivity inward, that good shit's going to come to you, bro. Oh, a little balm for my heart. Inside, outside. I mean, it just is the damn rule. You know, if we're going to if we're going to say that this is the magical world we occupy, really have to let it in. Mm, let in the magic. Yes. I see. 
Oh, what a concept. Because you're giving it. You you get it's you know it's part of your calling and profession and art to to give magic to interpret um, you know these vibrations around us and um, yeah we re- we really want that to be reflected back into you. Mm. The Hall of Mirrors. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, like a kind of a nice a nice version of us, the beginning of us. Like instead of seeing a um, a conniving doppelganger in the mirror, I see a nice a nice me well, who says, "Let's go for a walk on the beach and be happy forever." Wow. I love that it's you, but I firmly believe it can be IRL people in your community. I think it can be family. I think it can be members of your community, past, present, future. Um, and past, present, future versions of yourself, as you're saying, which mm. is extremely powerful because you've learned so much. And that's why this job wasn't tenable. An older version of you would not have like allowed that or would have permitted that. Might have, might have. And so now like it might even be time travel that you quit that damn job. Future you might have, you know, flown through your fingies and said, no, no, no. Yep. Drafting I'll email. save you. Yeah. I'll save yes. you, TC. Yeah. I'll save you. 100. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, wait, now I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. And I just disappear in a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Your future, like, Joan of Arc self. Yeah. 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 Big sword. Maybe I need a big, just need a big sword. Maybe that would be good for me. Yeah. Where do I, where can I get a sword? Um... Not sure. Um, yeah, a Renaissance fair is the first. I don't know. Mm. You you need a real sword? Needs a strong word. Yeah, yeah. Great point. Yeah. Needs a strong word. I could just get a nice knife and go just wave it, wave it about yeah. in the mirror. I would say just, you know, I would say reflective things. Um, you know, if, if you want some some tokens, you know, you don't. I don't know. Sharp, sharp freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> Don't leave them alone with sharp objects. Yeah, especially when you're Not like, right now. yeah, certainly that. But like, yeah. um, you know, moving. Uh, we're talking about your cat yes. a lot. You know, sharp is not sharp is not yeah. not good. Reflective. Yeah. Anything Reflective. that reminds you of how supported you are. Right. How open um, you're going to be to catch these blessings. Also, vessels. I think vessels and reflective mm. surfaces is where I've how what I've, I gotta be taking notes here you know it's I I can't help but notice that my uh my instinct to fix is just to kind of cut shit up and be like ah interesting I'll just slash it until it gets better and you're just like why don't you just sit back <laughs> yeah Could you chill for two seconds yeah let like actually receive yeah actually receive as opposed to just kind of going poke 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 ah cut 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 is something going to happen here? Maybe that's why you need it's to be like, bound a little bit. Maybe that's why you need to do a little bed sitting. Mm, um, because, mm. it, I mean, it, if I were a divine architect of your life and mm. I wanted to teach you to be comfortable receiving blessings and relying on your friends and family and beloved community and ancestors and angels for, you know, help probably do some circumstances that would make you feel bound and unable to do something and then it happens wow magical words spoken by my friend yeah Bri Pruitt. well i'm not the divine architect of your life but sometimes i try to think like her and see, <laughs> see what's going but on you're a virgo virgo rising you have a you got a virgo rising yeah 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 it's there mm. 
And Vir- Virgos, here's the thing. Virgos do know best. This is At, true. <laughs> without question. Yeah, without yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. We, In fact, it's irresponsible for us to have any conversation where a Virgo is not in charge. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was having a conversation with a Virgo friend yesterday, yeah. and she was just like, I don't know why. I mean, tongue in cheek. She's like, I don't know why people just don't let me make their lives perfect. Because I can. And I'm like, I know you can. I also don't know why anybody doesn't can let I me Can I have do her that. email? Um, I need yeah. some help. Yeah. Great. Yes. Great. Yes. Yeah. Definitely communicate with this Virgo. Ugh. You will be better for it. Well, this um, has been so good to, to have you on because, um, you know, you, usually I put just a little bit of magic on the end of the pep talk. But today it was mostly magic. Oh, all magic. No breaks. <laughs> Okay, wonderful. Um, well, Tess, I, I am wishing you all the best. I'm adding extra glitter to your reflective surfaces. I just got it. I oh, just good. got a little yeah. glitter deposit in my heart. I, I feel it. it. I feel the extra glitter is hel- is going to help. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Disco balls on disco ball surfaces, you know. Shit. Yeah, total, total micro reflection glitter rainbows everywhere. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm putting so much energy into you finding the perfect spot. Perhaps the good and gentle listeners, uh, right now are listening and have a perfect space for you where your cat can roam. Adopt TC. Adopt TC. Hashtag Hashtag adopt TC. TC. 2021. Rehome TC. Give TC (laughs) a good home. Um, My forever home. Forever home. Yeah. It's it's gonna happen, yeah. We're yeah. we're we're praying on it. Um, well, Angel, we will all uh, definitely visit you on Instagram at T C Tarot, T E E, S E E, Tarot with the T. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. and folks can schedule your card readings to support your home search and uh, follow you for updates for future performance, art, creative endeavors, and everything else you do. That would be great. great. Can't wait to see you on the tubes. <laughs> My new friends. Yeah, your new social media. You're open on social media, too. I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah. Ah, you're really, yep, you're opening in it. all places. It's, it's lovely yeah. and beautiful. Okay, Angel, anything else you would like to say to the good and gentle listeners? Oh, um, thanks for listening. I, uh, I hope you all... You all harness the the power of these mirrors that Brie is invoking to let all this light that is coming into my life, let it also come into yours. Let Let those fucking rainbows bounce all over this shit. Let them in. Let them in. I've actually got a rainbow film on my window. I know. My final word is I've got a rainbow film on my window that I highly recommend. (laughs) It's wonderful. I recommend rainbow film. I I got a film that was supposed to create prisms, but I don't think I get the right kind of light on the window. I'll work it out. Some, so I, I am determined to have prisms all around my room yep. like you do. Yeah. It's, it's got to be direct. It's lovely. Yeah. Direct light. Well, Angel, I'm going to end this podcast the way I end every episode of You Can Do It With Brie Pruitt, which is by singing you the very end of Boys to Men's End of the Road. Wow. And you're welcome to join in or you don't have to. Okay? I don't think I know it. Okay. Okay. Well, just enjoy. I'm listening. And I'm now enjoying. we've come to the end of the road and I can't let it's so natural you belong to me i belong to you